Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode let's take a couple of steps back what it is what is it that you saw that was like all right cool i can get on kajabi thinkific i'm gonna just go ahead and go on OnlyFans, put my content on there so i've seen all the celebrities um like the top celebrities posting and they was making so much money i've seen my bad baby, she made like uh, fifty million dollars in one year. I beg your pardon. How much? Bad baby made fifty million. Like five zero million. Yeah, five zero. Yeah, God is good. So right. when I seen that, I'm like, damn, like, what are they doing on here? You know what I mean? And I'm just, they just taking pictures and this and that. So I knew since I control the blogs, I said I'm gonna post education on here, and then I'm gonna submit it to all the blogs. And once I submitted it, it just went crazy. Mm. Like I said, it jumped for four hundred thousand, six hundred, eight hundred, and it kept going up. If you don't mind me asking, just like if they're not here, how much how much today have you made on OnlyFans? Um, seven mil. Our guest today is an entrepreneur, educator, and entertainer all in one. He's become one of the most polarizing individuals in the credit space today through his ability to tie the flash of being a rapper into the substance of being a credit specialist, which is probably why he's been able to build an online following of over 3 million and counting across all platforms. Though this did not come, though he did not come from lowly beginnings, our guest did not leave his initial situation, determined his final destination. And with that mindset, that set his foundation for him to build himself into a financial and marketing mastermind. When he's not making hit single on top of hit single, he's educating millions on how to leverage credit to change their lives. And today, ladies and gentlemen, He's here to do more of the same. If you're ready for our guest today, I need y'all to start making some noise right now. Start making some noise right now. Start making some noise right now. For the one, the only, Bam oh, Man Kevin. Make some noise, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. How you doing, bro? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, sir. Listen, y'all. This is about to be one of them ones. Y'all can have a seat. Y'all can have a seat. Goodness. All yes, sir. Bam, man. What's going on? How you feeling, brother? Pretty good. Listen, I'm excited to have you on. Of course, I know who you are. I did, I did a pretty decent job introducing you, of course, but there's some people in here who might not be familiar, so let's get them familiar. Who exactly is Bam, man, Kevo? Uh, rapper, entrepreneur, marketer. You know, I worked undercover for a lot of labels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that's on social media, I do they ads and stuff and just try to be in between everything that I do. Got you. Got you. Obviously, we're here at the Credit Summit. You see what's going on here. All these beautiful yeah. black and brown faces yeah. from across, across the country here for one reason in one building in one weekend right. to learn about how to become financially empowered. You have become a polarizing figure within the credit space and you've taken your platform to educate so many across the country about yeah. the importance of credit. Talk a little bit about how credit has played such a huge role in your journey as an entrepreneur and as an entertainer as well. So as with credit, um, I started with, um, like as anybody know, I got locked up back in 2016. Right. Uh, I got out in 19, 2019. 
And really, I just had credit. I didn't really have any, like, not too much of money. Mm -hmm. So let's say if I had a $100,000 limit, I opened up 10 banking accounts. You know what I mean? Every single bank seeing that every bank that I hit hit a $100,000 limit. So that's $100,000, $100,000, $100,000. And I started investing into ads. Once I started investing into ads, OnlyFans came out. When OnlyFans came out, I was the first person to get on OnlyFans talking and teaching credit. Right. You know, OnlyFans is really known for sex, right? Right. But I got on there talking about credit. And that's when I started making like $600,000 a month, then $800,000 a month, $1.2, then $1.4 a month. Hmm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how like that started off. I love it. I love it. Listen, man, let's dive more into that. Because like I said, not only are you a credit specialist, but you've, you've made it a priority of yours, a standpoint within your content to educate as many people as possible about the importance of credit, both on a personal side and on a business yeah. side. Why? Right? You can just keep that information for yourself. Because I've seen a lot of people was, like when I got out, I was asking people what was trade lines and I was so shocked that people didn't know what a regular trade line was. Mm-hmm. Being like a primary. And they didn't know anything about credit. They were just like, I just need to get rich. I just need to get some money and I just need this. And I'm like, really? You can't get a nice car or a nice home or can't get credit cards and stuff like that without credit. Most people think it's about credit score, which is about credit history. Mm-hmm. So I just want to educate our culture on just credit alone, especially rappers getting deals and stuff like that and running through their money when I'm telling them just take percentages, use the percentages to actually get whatever you want and save the rest. You know, I love it. I love it. Listen, you know, like I said, not only are you a credit specialist, you're also a marketing specialist. You've done yeah. a tremendous job of building a platform of over three million followers. Right. You have over 500,000 subscribers on YouTube right now. Yep. Three plus million on Instagram. The numbers are growing and growing and yeah. growing. Obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of strategy that goes behind that, right? There's a lot of method to that matter. Yeah. What are some of the different things you've been able to do? Because we got some, we got some future millionaires in the building, right? If we got some future yeah. millionaires in the building, like, like, hey, like some noise. Yeah. We got some future millionaires yeah. in the building, right? Yeah. We want to be able to give them all the tips of the trade, you know, all, all the tools and tricks of the trade when it comes to marketing on how they can put their brand out there. To be honest, it's you can't be cheap. You got to take risks. Um, mm. Like I wouldn't never. I didn't never think that I spent over $4 million into ads. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I start, you have to do a lot of studying. Like you got to study Facebook. Whatever you're going to post on, you should learn the system all the way. So if I'm posting on Instagram, I need to know every single little thing about Instagram, every algorithm, how it works, what time to post, and ads. Even if you have to get on the phone with the people and have them walk you through how to save money, how to get the most for the less. So that's what I started doing on Instagram and stuff. And I uh, spent like, 400,000 on Instagram, about 400,000 on Facebook, a few hundred thousand on TikTok, and just start like doing it all at once. So if I go, also while doing ads, I learn blogs. I start reaching out to different blogs and say, how much do you charge to post this? How much you charge to post that? I start building relationships with certain blogs. So now I got ads running, I'm doing blogs, and I'm doing certain things to go viral mm-hmm. as well. Which, even if somebody don't like you, they will still go to your page, be nosy, and still click this, figure out what do you have going on. Mm-hmm. So once they see that you're making all this money, you're very successful, mm-hmm. let me dig more into this guy and subscribers. Like I got 21,000 subscribers paying $50 a month. Do the right. math. You know what I mean? So every time I go buy rate, the number goes up. So the money goes up. I love Whether it. it's good or bad. I love it. I love yeah. it. Diving deeper into your marketing strategy, you talked a lot about ads, right? That's, that's always something you talk about, not just on the stage, but off the stage as well. Yeah. You also talk 
slightly, and I want to dive deeper into it, leveraging other people's audience, right? Doing yeah. things like shout out pages, yeah. doing things like podcasts and other. Talk a little bit more about that for some of the new business owners here that want to get more eyes on their business. So you have to do blogs. Blogs are very important. I mean, we don't really watch the news like that no more. We get our news from um, blogs. So your favorite blog, you might want to work out a deal with them. I do monthly deals with certain blogs. I build relationships with them. Um, I send them gift cards or I try to get to learn the owners real well. That's my main goal. Um, so that when I'm coming out with something or doing something, I need it to be posted. As far as even a podcast, if you are an entrepreneur and you want your business out, the new wave, you got to figure out what's new because you want to be able to take over what's new. You know what I mean? Just like Instagram wasn't out. I got, I was one of the first people on Instagram. So when you're like the first to like, okay, just for instance, just like when OnlyFans came out, I was one of the first people on OnlyFans doing credit. Right. And then I took off. You can do, it can be the same thing, just catching a wave and just learning it and blowing up off of it. I mastered OnlyFans, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what's the next and the next and the next play. I love it. I love it. Um, let's talk about branding. Right. Because yeah. marketing is your ability to message and get your, your your business out there. Branding is you know, essentially what is associated with you. We see you here in person. I mean, it's hard to look at you. The ice is shining. It's blinding me when I say <laughs> that right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't, we're not going to get into the details about how much it costs. But listen, brother, you, yeah. you look like you're doing well. You look like yeah. you're doing very well. Right. <laughs> you you're very intentional about how you brand yourself. Right. Obviously, yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, but you're also an entertainer as well. I'm curious to know how much thought do you put into if your brand hurts your business more or does it help it more? So for example, right, do you ever think to yourself like, all right, cool, I got the chains, I got the tattoos, I dress like this. Even though I may speak to a certain demographic, I'm also probably closing myself off to another demographic. How often do you think about that? So that's the reason why I still do music is because you can close yourself into straight business and only be business, right? So I do poll so that I can like Okay, for instance, if I wasn't doing music, it would be hard for you to make a, a blog that I would make. Okay. I'm always over all the music blogs, the no jumpers, the academics, the say cheeses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the hip hop entertainer slash blogs. Now, if I was strictly just business, those owners of those companies wouldn't be too quick to post you. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I noticed that if I stay in both lanes, I can get both crowds. It's called the culture. You know what I mean? So you make more money just like that. Just imagine if Drake was doing, you know, subscription-based sites. Mm-hmm. You know, subscription-based sites sell better because I rather you have to come back and come back and come back and come back versus just selling one item and then it's like people get tired of it because right now our attention spans are real short. Right. So you want to always have something new coming, coming, coming. You know what I mean? Right. But like I said, people look at blogs and they go off of blogs. So whatever the blogs say, they go off of that. Mm. So if I say I'm worth a billion dollars, everybody will believe I'm worth a billion dollars. Facts. So that's how you solidify yourself through the culture. You know what I mean? Staying in different lanes. I love it. I love it. Once again, you you manage both hats of being a business owner, but also being an entertainer. You talked about some of the pros in that it allows you to get on certain platforms that someone like myself couldn't get on, right? What are some of the cons? What's the dark side to that that a lot of people may not see? Um, You have to deal with a lot of negativity. like you were just saying, but I mean, I'm used to the negativity and stuff. I feel like negativity actually brings more sales, like I said, that people probably don't know because, you know, like the people would be nosy and stuff like that. But I mean, you just deal with a whole lot trying to play both sides, really. 
Gotcha. Listen, if you're an entrepreneur struggling to get funding because of your bad credit, then this video is for you. You see, I understand that when banks deny businesses for funding, they're not just denying businesses the capital they need, but they're also denying business owners the resources that they need to build the business of their dreams. And as a business owner, I've seen this happen over and over and over and over again, but I want you to know that there's a solution. Because here at Takeoff Financial, we've helped countless entrepreneurs just like you go from having poor personal credit and not being able to access funding to having perfect personal credit that they were able to leverage to access five to six figures in funding, and we want you to be the next one. So click the link above or below this video to secure your free consultation, and we'll see you on the other side of Success Family. So we talk marketing, we talk branding. Obviously, you know, we want to get all these followers, but you know, we want to make sure that these followers turn to dollars, right? We've got to make right. sure that it, might, it makes sense. You have done something that I think a lot of people who are good at marketing struggle with, which is, you know, essentially monetizing their following. And that's something I also wanted to dive into as well. And you touched on one of the, one of the platforms you've been able to do this with, which is OnlyFans right now. Yeah. Audience, I don't know if y'all know, uh, OnlyFans is a, is a very interesting website uh, that's for yeah. some very interesting content, right? But like you said, you were the first person to come on there and essentially pivot and talk about like education and credit and mindset, yeah. mentorship and all these different things. That's, and even still to this day, you're the only person I believe that's on there. I, I wouldn't know because I'm not on the site, but you're the only person that, you yeah. know, talks about credit <laughs> and education yeah. and all these different things. Let's take a couple of steps back. What, it is, what is it that you saw that was like, all right, cool, I can get on Kajabi, Thinkific. I'm gonna just go ahead and go on OnlyFans, put my content on there. So I've seen all the celebrities, um, like the top celebrities, posting and they was making so much money. I've seen my bad baby, she made like uh, $50 million in one year. I beg your pardon? How much? Bad baby made 50 million. Like five zero million. Yeah, five zero. Yeah. God is good. So right. when I seen that, I'm like, damn, like, what are they doing on here? You know what I mean? And they just taking pictures and this and that. So I knew since I control the blogs, I said, I'm finna post education on here and then I'm gonna submit it to all the blogs. And once I submitted it, it just went crazy. Like I said, it jumped from 400,000, 600, 800, and it kept going up. If you don't mind me asking, just like if they're not here, how much how much did they have you made on OnlyFans? Um, seven million. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to make sure your mic works and say it one more time so I can make sure I hear Seven million. Yeah. Father wow, God, can we make some noise for that? Goodness gracious. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Are you talking to any of your other entrepreneur or friends that are within the entertainment space? Like, yo, I got to get on here. I'm killing it. You know, this, there's more than enough for everybody else. So you kind of just. When I try to talk to them, I try to talk to them about the blog space and what they got to do as well as, you know, Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and blogs. They all got to be mixed together to actually make yourself bigger because you, you got a lot of competition now. You know what I mean? Like I said, I started when I first got on there. So it's a little different. You got gotta it. spend more money now. How so? When you say you have to spend more money now. So for instance, let's say if somebody try to get on OnlyFans and try to do what I do, they probably got to come in with $300,000 just to spend. On just marketing and putting yes. itself out there. To actually be like, look like, oh, wow. You feel me? So, because you got a link. You can pay OnlyFans to promote you as well. But they got, they get paid by other people. So you got to think that you got to come in with a bigger bag to actually get them to say, okay, we'll put you first. I love it. I love it. Okay. Diving, um, moving on from that, you know, what are some of the other ways outside of OnlyFans? Because that's one of the streams of income that you have. What are some of the other ways outside of this 
digital platform that you've been able to monetize your following, right? You have millions of people across the board. What are some of the different ways that you've been able to do that? So I'll be doing mentorships. Um, we do boat events, yacht events and stuff like that in Miami, meetups in Miami. Um, I had a site called Kevro Connects, you know what I'm saying? So like all these different incomes coming in, like sometimes it could be a week, I might make four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in one week. You know what I mean? Just depends on how I moved to Miami. Once I'm I'm staying in Atlanta. Once I moved to Miami, my whole life changed because I started noticing that people started flying in to vacation in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, like every time somebody come in, they want to meet up. And they be like, how much you charge? I'm like, like $25,000, 35000 $50,000. It just depends on what all they want me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I might need help with this. I might need help with that. So that 50s and 20s, it was starting to feel like $5,000, $2,000. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's happening so much versus like a city like um, people really come to. So imagine somebody coming on vacation. They come in with a nice amount of money. It's their birthday or they come in a network or right. whatever. So it was really like me moving to Miami really Turn me up today. I want to let's dive deeper into that, right? Because we got a we got a wave of individuals here. Real quick, audience, shout your city or your state out, whatever it is. Shout it out, right? And yeah. you 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 originally from Chicago, right? Yeah. We got Chicago folk in the building. Make some noise. Yeah. Got you. So let's let's talk about that. You just talked about because I think that's a big thing that especially a lot of individuals in the crowd do with, right? You talk yeah. about the importance of environment, proximity. You went from Chicago to Atlanta, yeah, and then essentially from Atlanta to Florida. And once you got to Florida, that was when you were really to take your business up to the next level. Like, why is the power of proximity so important? In Chicago, it was a, no opportunity at all. It wasn't really like no, no, really no money coming in like that out there. You know what I mean? Like people weren't willing to meet you in Chicago. They're like, oh, Chicago is dangerous. You know what I mean? Atlanta was a little cool. Um, I started meeting more people, you know, but Miami, that's when I really made the bag. Like, you know. I shot past like $15 million when I went to Miami, so. Got you, got you. And then you also talked about from your different multiple streams of income, you know, you mentioned mentorship. Mentorship is a very touchy subject in the space of business because, you know, some people talk about mentorship is a scam, Yeah. right? Why do I have to pay you all this money? Why can't you just give the information for free? What are your thoughts on that? I feel like if I put $4 million in my, into myself and you can't put five, 10, 20, 30,000 in yourself, I wouldn't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah. That's just on ads and stuff. You know, I'm just, that's how I look at it, you know. And that, and I think that's a, that's a big thing, too, because like you said, mentorship, essentially a cheat code, right? Because yeah. whatever you're charging them to get access to the information. Yeah, I'm giving you all of my secrets, like step, walking step by step through what I did. Right. So it's like, if you don't believe in yourself, I don't believe in you either. So, yeah. so you're, you're a mentor to many. Do you, are you currently going through any mentorship right now yourself? Um, I probably got like eight people. Got you. So how, for you personally, how much have you invested into your own personal development and business knowledge? Um, about four point eight million. Four point eight million. Yeah. Y'all gotta make some noise for that. Good work. <laughs> and of that four point eight million that you invested, how much were you able to get back of that investment? Um, like fourteen. Fourteen. 14 well, ten. I can say ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Because you got to think like this. I spend $60,000 a month just on blogs, $400,000 a month right now on ads. Then what makes me don't feel so bad about it is if you Google Coca-Cola, Pepsi and all these bigger companies, they spend a billion dollars. Don't you know Coca-Cola and Pepsi? Oh, I know. So why are they still spending billions of dollars to tell yourself to this day? That means that I'm doing something wrong, Mm, you know, so I need to go harder. 
Right, right. Yeah. Diving, in, diving more into that, why do you think so many new business owners struggle with the understanding of the importance of investing in themselves? Because they, they because they feel like they can just make a post and like, for some reason, it's going to like light up like a fire or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I don't think that they really know that the reason why these people are so big is because they spend so money into connections. The right connections could get you to the next level. Some people are real cheap. They might want, they might have the money and just want to hold on to the money, but some way you're going to spend the money. Gotcha. You're going to spend them. You might not spend it for this connection, but you're going to end up spending it for some type of problem or something will happen where you will spend the money. So I'd rather have a good connection that can help me get to the next level. You got to stay focused as well, too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people got a lot of distractions. Okay. okay. So now going deeper into that, you talked about how, you know, you're at a position now in your business journey. You have multiple streams of income, right? Yeah. I know that's also a taboo topic in the space of business, right? Some people say you should only have one business and that's it. And then other people are like, well, you got to have this stream of income and that stream of income. How have you been able to go about or how can we go about establishing multiple streams of income probably the way that you have it? Um, to be honest, it just depends because like some people can't like handle too much at once. Sometimes you do have to start like um, once at, one at a time. You have to master something. Master something, master something. You know what I mean? Like you can get multiple streams of income, but first you got to be the master of first. One thing first. Right. So I wouldn't tell you to just jump to this, 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 and this, and then you scrambling all over the place because you still need the employees. You still need to study taxes. You still need a CPA. You need an accountant. You need all this type of stuff. Right. You know, so you don't want to be all over the place, really. I want to go back to 2016. Yeah. That was the year where you essentially were incarcerated. Yeah, I turned myself in. Turn yourself in. You spent 33 months in prison. Am I correct, Matt? Three and a half years. I got caught with a cell phone and a laptop. Got you. So they extended the sentence. Yeah. Spend this time in prison. You come out. And what's interesting about that is, I think, and you, you probably know this as well, for a lot of individuals that get in prison, one of the toughest things is once they're out, staying out, right? Because essentially, yeah. at that point, what got them in is all they know, right? So they yeah. essentially end up reverting back to that. But for you, you got out of business and essentially just hit the ground running. Yeah. So see, if you like sitting like in a cage type and then you're just thinking about how like you feel like like just going in the store is like you're grateful to just walk in a store. Like I don't got no security guard following me, like, you know, telling me what, you know, so it's, it makes you feel like everybody is like zombie sleep. Like they not taking life serious enough. Okay. So that's what makes you go harder and harder and harder. Wake up early, read more books, study more. Like I might, you, you might listen to music. I might listen to a, two, three hours of Grant Cardone or Robert or the subconscious mind or something like that. You know, right? I'm gonna just really be on it more because I feel like I'm waste. I wasted enough time. I wasted three years of my life. I need to get back. I know I'm not gonna get it back, but I feel like I need to catch up. Right. Was there anything in particular that happened in prison that? made that mindset mindset shift for you to where you know like yo once I get out of prison there's no way I'm going back because I'm sure you were still connected to a lot of the individuals you know before. well to be honest when I started reading certain books I started cutting people off of that was talking about old stuff like that. You know what I mean? I was just like I gotta be like worth a hundred million dollars. Like if he can do it, I can do it. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's what I really just was on. What are some of those different principles that you know, you learned in your time because from what I understand, you've always been a natural born hustler, right? Yeah. Like even in prison, I heard a story about how like you, you like sell your give your cell phone to somebody for like fifty dollars a week or things like yeah. that. What are some of those different principles that you learned in prison that you still carry in your business and your journey as an entertainer now? I mean, I always just 
you got to be on hustle mode at all times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even like, like I said, when I was locked up, um, I became like the store man. Like, you know, I was getting, what I had like a hundred thousand on my books or whatever. So I was just like getting lockers and lockers and lockers and upselling all my stuff for people who couldn't go to the store at this time. So I tripled my money on each thing, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, at the same time, you just it just got to be in you and you got to put yourself around the right people that think just like you, mm-hmm. you know, that's positive. That's always trying to come up with a new plan. Gotcha. 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 What would you say to individuals that are struggling? Like I said, we got people from Chicago. We got people from Texas, Tennessee. Where, where else? Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Where, where else we got? What else we got? Yeah. Yeah. By a show of hands, how many people are from an environment that isn't serving the destination they're where they're trying to go to? Put your hands up right now. Just be yeah. seen up. Damn near the whole audience, right? Yeah. So they are essentially at where you were at, you know, when you were trying to go to that next level. What is, what's one actionable step that you took then that they could do when they go if, back? If I can tell them what... I will say it's location. Mm-hmm. I will say this This is the reason why I would say location because the location where I was at, it was no opportunity at all. So I had to do what I had to do. But if I can get around, like, let's say if it was Miami, it's so much opportunity. You know what I mean? There's so many people like, like me. I go to a gym that's $350 a month and everybody in the gym is millionaires. You know what I mean? So literally it's a co-ed sauna. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting in the sauna talking to millionaires. You know, all day. If I come, I come do cardio, go back, work out, talking to a new millionaire. What you do? What you do? You know, and that could possibly turn into a situation. You know what I mean? Making myself an asset to a person. Even if I didn't have it, I will make myself an asset somehow to be able to help their business grow. I love it. I love it. Yeah. As we begin to close the interview out, like I said, we got some future millionaires in the building. Yeah. We got some future action takers in the building. We got sure. some people that are getting ready to get to that next level. Yeah. Get to that back, back, back. We got a millionaire sitting in front of him right now. If you could leave him with some closing remarks that they can take on this plane ride home, on his drive, whatever it may be, what would that be? I would say the number one thing they you want to work on is credit. Hmm. Like, to be honest, like, your credit can really change your whole life as far as, like, everything. And if you get your credit right, I know everybody like, man, I want to just get some money, but the credit can help you get the money. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say, like. Credit is everything. That's why I'm here. I love you. Know? That man, Kevin, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise up there one time. If you have to go out,